Good morning and welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. I'm Melanie Beasley and I'm a registered and licensed dietitian and I've been working in the field of nutrition for over 30 years. I have worked with many in the battle to overcome osteoporosis. Um, Both my co-host and I work with people going through cancer treatments or repairing their body after various cancer treatments that can really play havoc. Uh, We've worked with many who are experiencing one or many autoimmune conditions. Plus, of course, we work with clients who simply just want to lose some weight and get healthy. But today, I want to address the many women who I have worked with who experience frequent urinary tract infections. About 60% of women will experience a urinary tract infection or a UTI at some time in their life miserable. Today, Jolene and I will be addressing both the foods to eat and the supplements to take to keep urinary urinary tract infections away. If you've ever had one, that's the goal. So joining me today as our co-host is Jolene Carlson. Welcome, Jolene, to this very important show. It's so fun to see you face-to-face. You live Oh, gosh, eons away, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) Not eons. It's so worth a trip. It's so great to see you too, Mel. It's fun. And often, Jolene, as you know, we try to motivate listeners to give up junk food and processed carbs and eat real natural foods that occur in nature or found on the farm. For example, rather than potato chips, we say eat a half a cup of cooked real potatoes with butter. Nobody's suffering there. Instead of a bowl of breakfast cereal, we suggest a couple of eggs cooked in butter with a small side of hash brown potatoes, also cooked in butter. Yum. We often make these recommendations to help people lose weight, but I have found that when clients have reoccurring UTIs or even bladder infections, they experience enough pain that they are more than willing to give up processed carbs, such as chips and soda, cookies and bread, to get relief. So, Jolene, let's go over some symptoms of UTIs and what causes UTIs before we even start. Please share with our listeners a little bit about yourself. You're so interesting. You've got such a great background. You have wear many hats in your life. And I'm a dietitian and you are a nutritionist. Listeners often want to know the difference And also, I know being a nutritionist is the second or third career for you. And your first shoot out of the box was you were a teacher for many years, right? So it kind of plays well into your clinic. Yeah, yeah, exactly, Mel. Um, A lot of times when I'm talking to people and they're like, I don't understand why or how you wear so many hats. I'm like, it's really different hats, but it's the same kind of job. Like I Mm. knew at a very young age that my passion or my purpose was service and service shows up in so many different ways. There's so many great jobs you can do around service. That's a great point. And the first one happened to be a teacher and my mom was a teacher. I grew up around a lot of teachers and um, yeah, so I went to college to become a science teacher and spent 20 years teaching high school science, middle school science. And I had the opportunity to work with so many different kinds of kids. I did at, I worked with at-risk kids. I worked with gifted and talented kids, uh, all different ages. And 
the benefit of being able to see people from so many different backgrounds mm. and experiences is you just start to really learn people and understand their stories. And that really a lot of us have so much in common with our stories. We all have something going on, something that we can use help with, support with, additional education with. And and being a teacher really, really helped me learn how to do that, how to educate in a way where I could talk to and talk with, um, you know, that age group in a way where I felt like I could serve them and make them better. Ooh, wonderful way to put it. Yeah, so that, that was really great. And yeah, the difference between nutritionists and dietitian. I love that you brought that up because this is something that um, a lot of people don't understand. And I didn't even understand until I went through college. Um, um, dietitians and nutritionists are both experts in the field of nutrition. You know, it's just kind of the path that you take going there. So for me as a nutritionist, I, um, I had to have a master's degree. Mm -hmm. um, dietitians, um, I think they're going to start to have a master's degree. But I think before that, it was like a four-year degree, but specifically in a field of dietetics. Yes. Whereas for me in the field of nutrition, um, I had an undergraduate and then my master's was specifically in the nutrition field. And, and I did human nutrition and functional medicine. Um, so a little bit of difference is the education and kind of how you get there. Uh, there's certainly things that dietitians do that nutritionists don't do. Like I don't do, I didn't learn about like IV therapies or some of the food safety and science that a dietetics person would. Um, but we both have to get state licensed and go through that licensure. And we both have to do the same amount of internship or clinical hours to get licensed. So it's really just a little bit of like what you focus on in the education that's different. The pathway to get there. But yeah. We're, yeah. we're both all about the food, helping the client, exactly. getting healthier. Exactly. Yep. And, and I think it's awesome to have such a array of dietitians and nutritionists and nutritional weight and wellness because like with many things, those differences and different backgrounds just give clients more of a broad spectrum of people that they can talk to and things that we can bring and we help each other out with when we talk with each other, right? We do. When we, mm -hmm. we have uh, weekly meetings and it's great because we can glean from each other um, different perspectives so you can come, come back fully fueled for your clients and mm -hmm. feel like you can bring the best forward. Mm -hmm. So I know I've got several people that I'll text. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. We all are on a, on a text chain and sometimes you're like, oh, sorry, I didn't know it was 10 o'clock at night or <laughs> it's a Sunday. <laughs> Questions. <laughs> yes. So, but yeah, what we, a great, yeah, what a great thing that you're so many knowledgeable people, and I love that we have all different experiences to really help each other out, and yeah. then that that helps our clients. Nutritional weight and wellness has a great community, mm -hmm. both in the professionals, but also in our clients. Our clients become part of our community, so it's been great. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know if you were aware, Jolene. But in the early years of my career, I was a dietitian in the Navy. And mm -hmm. I know you have military background. Um, you're very connected to the military and you still are. So thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. And I did know that, Mel, um, which just makes you one of the many things that make you such a rock star. You have so many <laughs> amazing things that you've done in your life. <laughs> Um, yes, I am still in the military. I'm fortunate enough to be in the Army National Guard. I was telling you before the show, I'm going into my 17th year of being in the military, which even surprises Wonderful. me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I look back and I sometimes it feels like I just started. Um, but again, it's a service job, 
right? So it's a, yeah, it's a different hat and it's a different way to wear the hat, but all my hats have the same purpose, which is to help people. You have a serving serve. heart. Yeah, that's that's just what my pur- purpose is, or I feel like that's what my purpose is. And my whole job description in the military, I mean, I do medical planning, medical logistics. That's mostly been my job. Um, I'm working on a little bit of holistic health and fitness initiative that the military is doing in the state. Um but really, I said, you know, every job I do is just about taking care of soldiers. You know, mm. so whatever I can do to take care of soldiers and make them happier, healthier, and help them and their families, then they will be better soldiers. So wonderful! I found they serve our that. country, so it's it, yeah, you're just passing it yeah. forward. Right, right. It's it's a great opportunity, and I feel very blessed to have the ability to do that. Now that you listeners know us, here's another little fact. We are dietitians and nutritionists who do not believe in restricting calories. Did I blow anybody's mind out there (laughs) this morning? We teach clients to eat more for healing. And remember that 60% of women will experience urinary tract infections sometime in their life. Some of you out there listening are nodding your head and they often need to eat well in order to heal that situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's such a misconception of that eating more is what most people need. And so we, we definitely spend a lot of time with our clients talking about how nourishing your body is what heals it, not restricting Perfect. your body. We do that. We do that quite often. And then just UTIs are the most common reason why women go to make an appointment at their medical clinic or even go to urgent care. They, women get UTIs 10 times more often than men. And about 40% of women will get another UTI within six months of the first infection. That's what we're going to talk about today. It's painful, it's chronic, and once you have it, it's really hard to get rid of it. So prevention is the key, and that's what we talk about here at Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Yes, and it is time for our first break. I hope we've captured your attention so far, uh, listeners. And you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, our topic today is foods and supplements to keep urinary tract, urinary tractions, oh my goodness, urinary tract infections away. Easy for me to say. I am Melanie Beasley, registered and licensed dietitian, and I'm in studio with Jolene Carlson, licensed nutritionist. We'll be right back. Welcome back. So moving forward, listeners, urinary tract infections seems to be a tongue twister. So when we say UTI, that's what we're talking about, urinary tract infection. I love the abbreviations. They help. They, they help. help. Those all become mouthfuls, especially in the morning. And in the military, <laughs> you're used to those acronyms. Yes. Right? Yes. So, yeah. Um, for those of you lucky listeners that have never had a urinary tract infection, you may be wondering what are some symptoms of having a UTI? Let me read you a list. And you might have some of these and maybe some you don't. So you may have burning or pain when you urinate. You might have cloudy urine or a strong smell, feeling like you cannot void completely. Sometimes you see blood in the urine. You can, it can advance to where you have fevers and chills. And most concerning and elderly, they may not experience any symptoms, but they would have confusion. And so they bring them, loved ones bring them to the doctor And then they say, oh, they have a urinary tract infection. So if you're a caretaker of someone who's older, now you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's great to um, say that because like everything we do around nutrition and health, it's very individual. 
but no matter who you are, what UTIs don't discriminate. Like they hit anybody from young to old, men to women, you know, healthy, not healthy people. And so really, you know, all of us that have jobs like you and I do, we're seeing clients or people that work in the medical profession, or even as a teacher, there's a lot of people that have jobs where they just can't step away and go to a bathroom break. Um, and of course, when you have that urge to have a bathroom break, you want to be able to go to the bathroom and it, you know, and it feels urgent and that just makes that UTI even worse or last longer when we can't void the way that we need to. Um, and then if it does get worse and UTI is an affection, um, some people develop fever, chills, nausea, or even, even vomiting because it really becomes this chronic infection. Um, and that's because it is an infection caused by a pathogen or a bacteria that goes, enters through the urethra. And the urethra is that tube that carries urine out of your body. I forgot to tell listeners, I, sorry, Melanie, I, I'm going to take just a little break, but I'm super excited because we're um, starting this, this uh, new class. It's called the um, Ongoing Education and Support. Yeah. And it starts October 17th. We have a bunch of locations, six locations. We have one virtually. And these classes are amazing because for those people that have taken other courses at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, this is kind of like the dive in a little bit deeper. Mm -hmm. And you can take as many as you want out of all the options um, to give you more information. And we'll talk more at our other breaks about, about this class and when to sign up and when they start. But if you want more information right now, go to weightandwellness.com for the ongoing support and education classes. They're going to be great, much more um, uh, supportive. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm teaching the one in Wayzata. Um, and just looking at the topics, I, it's just those things that people always ask questions about, like sleep and fat and stress and hormones. And that's what these class topics are around, is all those things that we want to know just a little bit more about. Mm -hmm. And so now we have an hour of class time to be able to really dive in. It's going to be mm -hmm. wonderful. Sorry, I forgot to talk about that. So I got pretty excited about talking about <laughs> UTIs, but there's also that class. But yeah, I think people um, going back to UTIs, just understanding that it's an infection, which means there's the pathogen, which is the bacteria that causes it. And we'll talk more about that bacteria. And then there's the host for pathogens, which are our bodies. And so what we like to do at Nutritional Way and Wellness and why we help people overcome UTIs is because we focus on both the pathogen and then also healing the host. If yes. we get those two things together, you're really going to have the best chance to fight these. You are. You want to bring in the friendly bacteria into mm -hmm. the house. Yeah, exactly. Right? Or the house. Oh, that's a great way of saying it. So I love if that. We get, if we get the friendlies inside the house, yes. everything goes a little better. Right. You want the neighbors in your house, not the strangers, right? Yeah. Or more of the neighbors. <laughs> and so listeners, you might be wondering, where does this bad bacteria that causes a problem come from? Well, it's usually from bacteria in fecal matter, and it travels to the area around the, the urethra about 75% of the time that unfriendly bacteria is E. coli. So E. coli is that pathogen that we just talked about. Yes. You know, and E. coli is everywhere. Many of you listeners have probably heard of E. coli. And so when it ends up in your feces and with your you know, your feces being close to the urethra, sometimes they just kind of combine space. Mm -hmm. And if we don't have the right stuff to fight off that E. coli, 
it in the host, yep, then it attaches and it can cause problems like UTIs. And most of you know, if you've experienced an UTI or know somebody who has, that the conventional treatment is going to be a round of antibiotics. Um, if they reoccur and reoccur, which they often do, that's what we usually see, um, and you're taking antibiotic after antibiotic, some people even take antibiotics as a prevention for UTIs, like it's prescribed to take it because they might get UTIs, you know, during certain times or certain seasons. And so they might be taking an antibiotic. Um, of course, if we do that over and over again, we can become antibiotic resistant. And too. you know, Jolene, can I pop in here yeah, with a client please story? Do. Yeah. Um, I had a client who uh, had chronic urinary tract infections or the sensation that she had chronic urinary tract infections. So she had a lot of other things going on, but they ended up putting her on low-dose antibiotics every day and a bladder spasm medication. Well, once we worked together, got her eating real food, got her off the sugar, got some good probiotics into her, which we're going to talk about later, in three, and we removed some other foods that were problematic, but within Three months, she was off all her prescription medication and she's urinary tract infection free. And that's what we want is to bring comfort and health. That's to amazing. Our that's amazing. And that's what we love. And that's why we're so passionate about talking about these things that some people don't want to talk about. You talk about UTIs and you talk about stuff down there mm-hmm. and it becomes uncomfortable. Obviously, this is what we do. You know, we talk about this stuff all the time, so it's not uncomfortable for us. But we want all these listeners to know that there is a way forward. And we've seen it over and over again with UTIs. Yes. That when you take care of the pathogen, you take care of the host or the house, you're really able to overcome these chronic you infections. You can fight. You can fight. Your body yeah. can fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, according to the CDC, which is the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, antibiotic resistance, so taking them too much and becoming resistant to them is a major public health concern. Um, So if we can avoid the need for overuse of antibiotics, antibiotics are really, really important and we need to use them when we need to use them. Absolutely. But sometimes we don't need to use them as much and it's that overuse that can become a problem. So what we're going to do is we're going to focus, like you said, Mel, in your client example, which foods can we eat to help be preventive? What supplements can help it be preventive and heal chronic UTIs? And then, of course, how do we individualize that to a person? Um, So we're going to start with, like we always do, what are some of the lifestyle factors or food first things that we can do to help with UTIs? Always with the food first. We got to nourish the body. Yep. Take care of the host. can fight. Take Mm -hmm. care of that host. So the first thing I want to say is start drinking lots and lots of water. Filtered water is always best. And think, drink water or get a UTI. And then drink water or get a a UTI. That is a key. You might even write it on your water bottle. But 8 to 10 to 12 glasses of water daily. And then you want to limit that coffee to one cup a day because caffeine is very dehydrating to the body. And then replace coffee with some herbal tea. But drinking that water is a powerful preventative habit because it helps flush the bacteria out of the bladder and out of the urethra. So it doesn't have that opportunity that E. coli cannot attach and create a problem in the house. 
<laughs> yeah, we don't want so we don't want problems in the house or, no or trash in the house, right? Right. And so think of water as kind of like the vacuum cleaner or the dust mop, mm, but it's perfect. really cleaning it up and it's and it's also hydrating, you know. So so it's hydrating all the tissue, it's helping with how your body uses nutrients and metabolism. So water, 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 water. Just think half your body weight in ounces of water is the guide. So we're up to break two. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. Let me tell you a little more about this new series of support and education classes that Jolene and I are excited about. These classes start the week of October 17th and are held in person at each of our six locations, plus at least one night virtually. We're keeping these classes small so you can get the support that you need. Check it out on our website. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition, the ongoing support and education series of 24 classes. That's what's amazing, Mel. 24 classes that you can pick from in any amount, you know, so you can sign up for how many you want. But that's mm-hmm. 24 different topics that you can really get in depth in based on what you're looking for. And these will just give you this additional education, that motivation of being with others and extra support to maybe take you to that next level. Like, yeah. you know, all of us just kind of get stuck in a rut. Like I constantly need to talk to you guys. I'm always checking in with other people. I'm always educating to keep on track. And it's just a helpful thing to do. Mel will be leading the group in Egan on Thursday nights. Yay. Yay. And I'll be, like I said, leading the classes on Wednesday nights in Wyzetta. Uh, there'll be a Zoom one that Teresa will be hosting. So lucky Zoom people. And then Monday nights will be Leah and Woodbury. Um, and um, in person on Mondays. And then Christy, which will be a great class too, is on Tuesday. So all we're trying to say, and we also have Oralee in Maple Grove, and she's a great well-known instructor, is that we're all really excited. There's lots of options. And it gets to be in person if that's something that you like and need. And it so gets I, to be Zoom if you would like to stay yes. home in the winter and be yes. in your pajamas. Or lots if you're one of, of our options. listeners that live far away. Right. So I hope you're as excited as obviously we are about it. So you can sign up or um, call us at 651 699 Three, four, three, eight. And you know, Jolene, I've taught nutrition for weight loss for many years. It's my favorite class to teach, actually. And um, so many clients were like, so what's next? Now we have what's next. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. So it's a long time coming and it is here, listeners. So hopefully we'll see you in those classes. A lot of work went into it. I know. Mel, you were talking about water before break. And I, you know, I know you guys hear it all the time if you're a regular listener that we always talk about water, but it's not because we just love water and love talking about it. It's really because <laughs> it is that important for anything, for your metabolism, like we've talked about before, for your sleep, for your cravings. And of course, it's also really important when you have infections, you're not feeling well. And yes. we know that. Like if you have the flu or a cold, what are we always told? You know, drink lots of water. And there's a reason for that. It's um, it, it helps to flush out toxins, helps the liver to process viruses, colds, flu, um, everything. It helps every system in the body. It helps make your eyes feel soft and your skin feel soft so you don't have dry eye or right. flaky skin. Right. Yeah. And you, I mean, it makes sense, right? If you think about water being the substrate for everything else that happens in our body. Mm-hmm. And so if you have enough of it or you're drinking it, you're just going to help out all those things your body already knows and wants to do to heal you. Yes. Just and give it you, the support. And the, the lining of the urethra is skin. So mm-hmm. we've got to hydrate that. Exactly. We've got to keep you hydrated. So so water. 
Just you heard it here again on <laughs> Dishing Up Nutrition. Water's a big deal. <laughs> um, and I think you're going to talk also about um, sugars, Mel, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So I know that as a teacher, you were really limited to your bathroom breaks, right? And um, that's a really tough habit if you're drinking a lot of water going to the bathroom. And I've also had clients um, that were dental hygienists and they had just oh, as much right. difficulty trying to get to the bathroom on time. Mm-hmm. Or if I had them drinking a lot of water, taking a break was a real problem. So I had a client as a dental hygienist and she said, oh, Melanie, I just, I can't take a break to go drink water. So she was working these long shifts and she said, it's so difficult. I've got to take my mask off. I've got to go in this special room. I've got to go wash my hands. So we developed a plan before she even goes to work She drinks 35 ounces of water from the time she wakes up. She stops about an hour before she goes to work so that she can void and and not have that, having to go to the bathroom. And then she does her best during her work. But then as soon as she gets home, she starts consuming another 35 to 60 ounces of water. And we try to get her done before eight (laughs) o'clock. So she doesn't (laughs) disrupt her sleep. But that has worked so much better. And she's reaping the benefits of feeling hydrated and no more urinary tract infections. Right. So that's been a win for her. Mm -hmm. So it's just coming up with a methodology that works for you and your lifestyle. And yeah, if I quickly can say, Mel, I have a similar client. She's a home health nurse. And so she she doesn't want to have to go to the bathroom because she doesn't know if she will or can use like, you know, their fa- yeah, their, their facilities. Bathroom. And so every conversation we have, I see her monthly, that's a conversation about how to work around the water. And and tips like that are fantastic, but it's it's really hard to do when you have to have jobs where you either can't use the facilities or you can't step away. And there's a lot of jobs where that's that's an issue. Yeah, absolutely. Well, if you are a sugar or processed carb eater, that spells trouble too, because bacteria, especially E. coli, loves sugar and grows rapidly from sugar. So think sugar and UTIs or think eliminate or limit sugar and processed carbs and you'll free yourself of these UTIs. Remember, the pain and the discomfort of a urinary tract infection And suddenly that high sugar coffee is not really so tempting anymore. The sugar, you just think, okay, is this worth the pain I could be enduring in a few days? Yeah, it goes back to that why that we always talk about. You know, we all need a why to to understand, is it worth taking these things out? And anybody that's had a UTI can say, yep, that's a big enough why. That pain really (laughs) motivates change. (laughs) It's unfortunate, but... It is. Sometimes that's, you know, sometimes that's what it takes for us. And and, um, yeah, the sugar thing um, is huge. And so someplace that I know I start with client smell that seems to work with a lot of clients, and this is both for... UTIs as well as just any metabolism, sugar metabolism thing is really focus on your first meal Mm. and your last meal of the day, right? Because when we're not eating, so in that fasting time between our last meal and our first meal is when your body's doing most of its healing, right? So we want to allow that healing to take place. And if we're stressing our body out with our first meal, or last meal with more additional sugars that might be contributing to inflammation or to these UTIs, it it makes it so we're, you know, kind of doing an uphill battle, 
Yes. Right? So one thing we can do is just really balance our breakfast and evening snack. If you can start somewhere, you know, start with one or both of those things. And what balance looks like would be like the farmer style breakfast, you know. So we always talk about the eggs and the sausage and veggies cooked in that delicious butter or olive oil. Um, when you start that way where you're not getting sugar right in the morning through the coffee or through a muffin or through cereal or through toast, you're setting your body up to heal and recover. And that sets your metabolism and the tone for an entire day to be in an anti-inflammatory or a infection fighting state. I think that really helps you get on top of those sugar cravings. Yeah. And then, right. So having that energy and getting your metabolism in check right away makes mm -hmm. the rest of your day a little less challenging to not have as many cravings and not feel like you need to have that constant sugar all day long. And the same with the evening snack, you know, make that balanced, you know, get get the good fat, you know, a little bit of good carbs. Um, you know, like we talked about the berries and cream or maybe a spoonful of nut butter, um, but really try to limit that sugar so your body can repair and it can get the energy that it needs. And making sure that you're getting enough of that healthy fat and your protein at a meal helps you get on top of those cravings. Because mm -hmm. when we have cravings, it's very, very difficult to give up sugar. Mm -hmm. So sometimes that's the first step is saying, let's get rid of these darn cravings and then the rest will fall into place. About 10% of young children also get UTIs. So for them, swap out the breakfast cereal and the cereal bars and the Pop-Tarts because of the sugar content. Maybe boil some eggs. You can mash it into or chop it up into organic um, cottage cheese, mm. uh, some pea pods and carrot sticks, some like organic deli meat with cream cheese rolled around a pickle, whatever they will eat that is low in processed carbs and sugar and is a real food. One of the things my children loved when they were younger was I would wrap ham around apple slices and cream cheese. Oh, yum. I and never thought about apple. Wow, they that's loved great. It. Um, and Jolene, you mentioned two meals to really pay attention to, breakfast and that evening snack and dinner. Well, we've covered breakfast. Um, tell us about that evening snack. Yeah, we know personally, and we also know working with clients, that that evening time is so, so hard. That's a time that if we haven't gotten enough fat and protein and balance throughout the day, that's when the cravings really stick really hit us, correct? Yes. Um, and of course, because we basically have been undernourished throughout the whole day and eventually your brain and your body is like, no, thank you. Panic mode. I'm done. I know that processed carbs are going to give me the quickest energy hit. And so that's what I want. And it's things like the wine, the ice cream are the most common ones, crackers I hear all the time, popcorn. Mm -hmm. and, and that's all just part of telling us that we just need, you know, when we eat better throughout the day, we'll have less of those cravings. Yes. We don't expect anybody because we know it's nearly impossible just to, be, just to use willpower to resist that. And I, I really think what's happening is, you know, listeners, the, the thing you do when you go to the cupboard and you open the cupboard and you're thinking, I just want something. I just want something. And you grab maybe some crackers and then you go sit down, you eat that and you think, nope, that wasn't it. And then you go back to the cupboard mm -hmm. and you eat it. Well, What's really happening is your body is craving nourishment, but you keep giving it. I've certainly done this. You mm -hmm. keep giving it processed foods that provide no nourishment. It's empty. It's and, empty calories or empty nutrition. And the body and the brain are like, nope, that's not what I need. Mm -hmm. And it sends you trekking back to that fridge or that 
uh, cupboard. So I challenge you when you have that, start with real food. Start with, like we said, the the ham around uh, uh, apple slices with some cream cheese or some cheddar cheese. Have that and then see how your body and your brain respond. And you might be surprised that you don't need to make those multiple trips in the evening. Mm-hmm. To, you'll feel better. You'll feel better. You'll sleep and the better. body gives a big, ah. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's why we go back to the beginning where we're saying we're not about restriction or calories. We're actually about feeding people more. Because when you eat the right stuff and nourish your body, it might be more food or more calories. But when your body feels like it's nourished, it performs the way that it wants to. And that's, again, your body will take care of you. So instead of thinking, oh, I'm deprived of these things, Mm -hmm. focus more on I'm going to nourish myself Mm -hmm. first and then I'll decide. Yep, exactly. Start with the nourishment. Yeah. So we're ready for a break three already. Jolene, I'm not going to be able to see you for long. (laughs) Um, You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. Our topic today, foods and supplements to keep urinary tract infections away, was a topic requested by a listener. And if you have a topic that you want us to talk about, join our Dishing Up Nutrition Facebook group and tell us what you want to learn about. Just search for Dishing Up Nutrition on your Facebook app and join us. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. As dietitians, nutritionists, we write articles, we co-host the show, we teach classes, but most of us spend most of our time meeting individually with clients to develop individualized plans and support. Our goal is to achieve their health goals and make them just their best selves. We always say it's about the quality of life yes, and have the quality of life that they want. If you are struggling with UTIs, we encourage you to make an individual appointment. Uh, we've worked with many clients with UTI successfully, but it is like everything else individual on what people need. And that's where we can help you with that one-on-one support. Call us at 651-699-3438 and set up an appointment. Yeah, and when we left for break, I love that you mentioned popcorn. Oh, people popcorn. love popcorn Who at night. Who doesn't love some popcorn? <laughs> and we, during the day. And during the day. And in the morning. <laughs> and at the, the movie theater. <laughs> yes. I remember I used to have a big bowl of popcorn. And if I didn't finish it, I'd wake up in the morning and start in. Well, what is wrong with popcorn? I think we need to talk about why we don't consider that a safe snack. Well, some of the weight loss companies out there say it's low calorie, so it's a great idea, but we're not a calorie in, calorie out kind of company. Um, and we believe that popcorn, because uh, being low calorie is not the best, it spikes your blood sugar and it converts rapidly to sugar in the bloodstream. So I eat some pistachios instead when I want that crunchy popcorn, salty, mm-hmm. I reach for pistachios. Mm -hmm. Like you said, yeah, you said earlier, like go for those fats, you know, the things that are going to nourish you. And that's exactly why we can't just eat a handful of popcorn. It's the whole bag. It's the whole bowl. Sometimes it's a couple bowls because it's not nourishing you. You know, and I I tell clients often that calories truly, if they're defined, are a measurement of energy, Mm -hmm. correct? Mm -hmm. And so we want energy. And so we actually want the good calories. So why, when, when you were saying before, Mel, that saying no to the wine or the ice cream and the popcorn is because they do turn into glucose, which is sugar in your body. And all of those pathogens like E. coli, the one that causes UTIs mm-hmm. or most commonly causes UTIs, 
They love, thrive, and grow on sugar. And bacteria loves sugar. E. coli being a bacteria sets you up for any kind of infection. Right, right. And so it's really everything. And that's why ending your day with a good evening snack is going to protect you not only against the UTIs, but it's also going to protect you against other infections and really support your immune system. Mm -hmm. So you're less likely to get infections. The other things that help when you you know, balance that evening snack with those those fats and those those good energy sources is it stabilizes your blood sugar, which we've talked about many times, helps you get better sleep. And you lower that sugar-loving bacteria. So those other bacteria that help fight the pathogens will actually do their job. And those will be your probiotics that will help you get rid of those UTIs. Because when you think about it, if you have popcorn at night, you've got that blood sugar running through your system all night. And that's just not a good, that's Mm -hmm. not a good plan. So I often recommend deviled eggs and celery sticks with almond butter or cottage cheese and fresh raspberries, a few pecans on top, you know, even two to three strips of bacon with Mm. half of an apple sliced thin with cream cheese. Delicious. Those sound so good. (laughs) They all sound so good. And that's intentional, listeners. When our our minds are just drawn to those healthy fats, those healthy foods, those real foods, that's intentional. Our body wants it and it knows it wants it. So we talked about the food. We talked about um, drinking lots of water and limiting the processed carbs and sugar that feed UTI. So let's talk a little bit about supplements, the ways that you can give additional support. Uh, We always say probiotics. So instead of antibiotics, probiotics. So get the right bacteria, decrease the wrong ones, and your body will take care of a lot of those infections. So we talk about bifidal balance, which is a great probiotic. That's a good intro probiotic for most people, has lots of benefits. And then we also talk about acid, acidophilus, which is the one that helps with acid-loving types of infections. Yep. And those are two of our master strains. So starting with those are really gentle mm-hmm. for our clients. And so starting them out with a, some before each meal is what I do. So they have a steady stream mm-hmm. of them all day. But we found that probiotics help prevent reoccurring UTIs for many women. And many of you may have heard us say that probiotic comes from the word for life. And antibiotic means against life. Well, probiotics help that healthy microbes grow while antibiotics kill off bad bacteria. They don't know the difference and they kill off the good bacteria. So we've got to replenish them. And a really good dietary source of probiotics are fermented foods such as sauerkraut, kimchi, fermented beets, fermented pickles out there, fermented vegetables of any sort. Some people, it's a popular hobby. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like it, it, it probably is your hobby. I enjoy it, yes. <laughs> it's really easy to do um, if you are interested in learning more about fermenting veggies. Yeah, it's great. And so, Jolene, that's your source. <laughs> You're a source for that. I love fermentation. Um, but... Uh, Really, what's really interesting too, I just want to make sure listeners know that um, the the vagina and the urogenital area where UTIs are happening, there are more than 50 different microorganisms that live there, okay? And they keep that area healthy. So again, your body already knows what to do if it has the right information. It has the right bacteria in a healthy body. The problem starts when that balance is thrown off because we're feeding more of the unhealthy bacteria like E. coli with sugar. So if that sugar balance, for example, is thrown Mm. off, we get more of those pathogens, less of the ones that help fight it off. As we get older, lactobacilli probiotics are are depleted 
Um, and those are the ones that help with that healthy balance. And so for lactobacilli probiotics, we recommend acidophilus because that's the one that really helps support that healthy bacteria to balance or counteract the unhealthy bacteria. Yeah, it's really good to make sure that you've got a good microbiome and the role of probiotic lactobacillus acidophilus is to keep that population of lactobacilli healthy and strong, which helps in turn fight off the bad bacteria. We're keeping the house healthy is what we're saying. Yeah. Um, we don't want it to turn into a UTI because if we, if we are having the right probiotics, then that bacteria cannot grab hold of the urethra, passes on through. Excellent. And then so in addition to the probiotics, fats are really important. Like you said before, that, that urethra is tissue around there. And so the more we can hydrate and support those tissues through good fats, water. Uh, we also love GLA, gamma glenolic acid. That's a um, supplement that we recommend to people. Taking three or four of those a day will help all tissues, your eye tissues, your vaginal tissue, your skin. Um, and then the other fatty supplements, fatty acid supplements are vitamin E and vitamin D. And we know having adequate amounts of those is really, really important. Really too. important. About mm -hmm. 400 I use of vitamin E. And then we want to maintain your vitamin D level between 60 and 80. So here's your homework today, listeners. If you have had a vitamin D test, go check it, pull it up in my chart and see if you're between 60 and 80. I find for many clients, they have been living on a fat-free, restrictive diet. So we want that fat to soften and nourish and moisturize tissues to provide a boost of nutrients for a strong immune system. I will often recommend a high-quality multivitamin that was designed for women. Twice per day is great. You take it two a day, which is really nice, and it comes in two small capsules. It's easy to take, and it's high in your B vitamins, to win. That is a great one. And I know we're saying a lot of supplements here, and that's another reason why it's so valuable to, to make an individual appointment, because of course we would tailor these to each person yes. based on what they need. We just know that they're really helpful in addition to those real foods. So to kind of rephrase, we talked a lot about water. We talked about how important it is to have the right probiotics in the house and eating the right foods. Yes. So we hope that we have made a difficult topic a little easier to understand. Our goal at Nutritional Weight and Wellness is to help each and every person experience better health through eating real food. It's a simple yet powerful message. Eating real food is life-changing. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you enjoy this podcast, please share your favorite episodes with a friend or leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or iHeartRadio. The content and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Product statements have not been evaluated by the FDA.